everyone. I am Farah Kimji, and you are listening to the Futura Talks podcast. I believe the future will be built by those who see opportunity where others see uncertainty. It will be built by people that don't look like the traditional leaders of our past, but by women and individuals from diverse backgrounds that see the world differently and who are driven to make it better for all. This podcast will feature these people, self-made leaders and entrepreneurs that defy odds and are motivated to build a better future. We will also share practical advice for how you can unlock your full potential as the leader of your own Futura. Now, let's jump into today's episode. ask you, what comes to mind when you think about the qualities of a leader? We often think about things like determination, strength, and resilience when it comes to leadership. But what about vulnerability? Personally, I have come to see vulnerability as the ultimate sign of strength and confidence. In fact, I would go so far as to say that vulnerability is truly a leadership superpower. My most recent experiences with vulnerability is why I have decided to dedicate an entire episode to unpacking how you can start using vulnerability as a tool to lead in your life, career, and business. So I've been thinking about this topic for some time now, but I was really activated, so to say, to share more after reading a post on LinkedIn last week. This post came from a really respected thought leader and colleague of mine in the commercial real estate industry, Dave Cairns. Dave is actually quite outspoken on LinkedIn and throughout the pandemic, he was really leading the conversations in our industry about remote, hybrid, and flexible working models which you can imagine is a really hot topic right now. And so over the past few years, his posts have pretty much stayed in that lane, right? Talking about that topic. However, more recently, he started to share more of his life, you know, including his family life on LinkedIn. Now, for the most part, people don't really open up about that stuff on LinkedIn. It's some sort of arbitrary, unwritten rule that people don't go there on LinkedIn. However, I have actually found myself more engaged in his content when he started doing this and others who have started to do this as well. I've just been engaging more with that. And then just this last week, he really opened up about some of the struggles he's had managing his mental health along with the things that he's also been doing to manage that better, right? So he shared the struggles he had as well as what he's doing to cope with it and manage better forward. And my immediate thought was, wow, what strength he must possess to share this on such a public professional platform where he he has almost 10,000 followers, but his reach is far more than that. His you can you can see posts from people who you don't even follow on LinkedIn. 
And what I noticed is his share, like I looked through the comment section and his share really opened up the floor for others to share about those things as well and comment and be really open and real about their own struggles. And I also found it surprising because there was a lot of men sharing and about things that I actually hadn't heard a lot of men talk about, especially not on LinkedIn. So with one simple post, right? Dave was able to lead others to share, to connect, to be authentic, and to be supported, okay? So when I think about the leadership qualities that I admire most, it's leaders that bring people together, that are transparent, that are supportive, that are courageous and authentic. Those leaders that really lead with both head and heart. And underpinning all of that, that kind of unlocks a lot of those leadership qualities to me is vulnerability. So I started to think about myself and in the times that I've maybe been vulnerable. And I really think for me, it did actually start with this podcast. I've always been a pretty vulnerable person with friends and family. I share openly, but only with those in my close intimate circle. I haven't always been as vulnerable um, professionally. I've always tried to keep a very, um, you know, kind of that facade or persona. It's all good. I'm fine. I'm, I'm confident. I, you know, nothing phases me like that kind of persona. But with this podcast, I've actually been really vulnerable, right? It's been almost a year, about nine months or so that I've been doing this podcast And I've found that the episodes where I have been vulnerable have been the most engaging, the most shared, the most liked, the most downloaded by far. You know, I've talked about things like failure, self-doubt, opening up about my divorce, about failing one of my CPA exams, about being let go. These are things that I would have never dared to talk about publicly just a few years ago, okay? But doing so has really allowed me to step into my power as a leader. And it's it's something that I've noticed that all the things that I was shying away from sharing by sharing actually gave me that power, that confidence. But more so, what it allowed was connection. You know, people are really ready to see the real you, the unfiltered version the perfectly imperfect version that is able to celebrate the wins and showcase those wins, but also acknowledge the lows and then, and the challenging times and showcase and and share how they're able to lead themselves through all of that. You know, when someone is vulnerable, it actually really allows you to feel so much closer to them, a lot more connected. It allows you to have this sense of safety, right? that you feel safe with them because they've shared something deeply personal or something deeply challenging to them. They've opened up, they've been vulnerable. It increases your trust in them as well. Um, But what it also does is it acts as an invitation for that other person or that other party or the person on the other end to receive that as an invitation for them to do the same, right? It creates this open environment and supportive environment for them to also share. Personally, in my, you know, client coaching relationships 
my group programs, the workshops that I run, all of it, I have felt the most connected and energetically aligned when I really embraced being vulnerable, just showing up as my full self, flaws and all, openly sharing my own challenges rather than hiding behind that facade, like I said, that everything's fine or okay. But I've been able to feel a lot more confident and capable of leading others through the places that I have been and struggled through by sharing. And it's allowed me to truly step into my power as a leader, right? When you can talk about what you've been through in the aim that you want to help others with that thing, that actually builds confidence, right? So you're probably sitting there thinking and saying, okay, this all sounds really great, Farah, but the reality is vulnerability is really hard. Trust me. I spent, you know, I'm turning 40 this year and I would say it wasn't until, you know, I was turned 39. So in this last year that I have really embraced this idea and this concept and the state of vulnerability. Now, what I will say is it's hard because vulnerability usually comes out of a place of uncertainty or, you know, this, this place of a risk being exposed in some way. So it can feel really uncomfortable. You don't really know how it's going to land with other people when you share what you're going to share. But if you really think about it as leaders or entrepreneurs, you're pretty much vulnerable most of the time. Every time you do something new, you have a difficult conversation, you make a mistake, you launch a product, you record a video, you release a post, you deliver feedback, or really just share anything about what you're doing with the world, which is what you're doing all day long as an entrepreneur, you're opening yourself up to judgment, criticism, feedback, and that's a really vulnerable thing to do. But the reality is the only way that you can actually avoid the act of being vulnerable is to pretty much just stay in a little bubble, in your little comfort zone, and shy away from putting yourself out there or taking any action. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you're not that person. And I know you know that nothing great can be built from that place. So, I think we can probably make the conclusion now that it's actually necessary you know, vulnerability isn't actually a necessary state that we all need to embody as leaders. So I want to share a few tips on how you can start to actually embrace vulnerability for what it is as that superpower that it is along with, you know, I'm also going to share the resulting benefits that happen when you embrace vulnerability. All right. So I believe the number one reason to be vulnerable for me is connection. And that is just remembering that it's not really about you. Being vulnerable is about connecting with others. It is that invitation to let others in, to support you in what you're going through, but also for you to support them to do the same. It allows you to connect more deeply with people And it also draws in people who accept you for who you really are and that respect you for sharing. So I find that through vulnerability, you can actually connect with your people. You can find your people better. The next thing to remember when you're thinking about vulnerability 
is that you're really in control of what you get to share and who you share it with. Okay. It doesn't have to be on a public forum on, on a podcast or on LinkedIn. Those were examples that I gave you, but you can actually start being vulnerable just with friends or family or, you know, your small team that you work with, find the right setting for you to just start practicing, right. And building that muscle and, and, and find where you'll feel comfortable, but slightly uncomfortable. Okay. Like it's like that fine balance of maybe the comfortable is not the right word. I feel safe to share, like I'll be supported, but I do feel a little bit uncomfortable doing it because I haven't done it that much before. That's kind of the healthy balance that you're looking for. The next is when you're vulnerable, you've got to be open about mistakes instead of covering them up, right? Like just saying, when I, I really respect leaders and world leaders and politicians and actors who just come out and own the thing that they did rather than try to hide behind or cover it up and just say, you know what? I made a mistake. When you do that, whether you do that with your friends, your family, your kids, your, your team just shows that you're human, right? We all make mistakes. It also normalizes it for others to come to you and say, I made a mistake. And isn't that what you want on your team? And with your close relationships, rather than having people feel like they can't share and they need to hide, right? So just, it's such a great benefit is just creating a safe space for people to, you know, open up about their mistakes. And, and this kind of goes into another episode I want to talk about, but like, if we just all embraced being open about our mistakes, then maybe we wouldn't have this whole cancel culture environment that we exist in now, right? We would normalize the fact that sometimes we're human and we make mistakes. Um, but that's another episode. Okay. The next thing you need to remember when you are practicing vulnerability is that you need to leave your ego aside. Okay. Being vulnerable is not about making yourself look good. It's actually just about being real real and authentic. So the ego cannot factor in to the vulnerability equation. Okay. That's just a good reminder. Now this one, I love vulnerability. I see it as a true act of courage. And in order to truly be courageous, you need to keep flex flexing that muscle. And vulnerability is such a great way to activate that courage within you to build that muscle. Okay. It's such a great tool to do that. So that, that to me is how I like to think about it. It's like vulnerability activates my courage muscle. And I, that's what I think about every time I'm going to share something that I'm kind of hesitant to share, but I know it's going to help somebody else too. When I share it, the next tip I've got two more here is when you're being vulnerable, this it's not about sympathy. Okay. You're not sharing because you want people to feel sorry for you. It is though about empathy. Okay. It is about that deep human connection. So when you go forth and you're sharing, you're sharing from a place of thinking about how this might help someone else, the impact I might create by sharing my story, right? By helping someone else to maybe share their story because I've now shared my story. It isn't about sympathy, okay? It's about empathy. It's about connection. It's about um, allowing other people to also share as well. So be really intentional 
with what you are putting out there and what you are sharing. Okay. We don't need to know all the things that have happened to you. You're sharing from a place of it is the share going to help somebody else. If I am open, honest, transparent about the challenge that I've gone through. Okay. And it's really about being able to support others through the things that you're going through or for you to get support, but not sympathy. Okay. There might maybe a little sympathy that sneaks in, but that should never be the place that you are sharing from. And the last one is kind of counterintuitive, but vulnerability can actually help you increase your own self-worth. And the reason it seems counterintuitive is that you know, often when we're sharing our own, you know, inner emotions, particularly if we're sharing negative ones, we're thinking, okay, well, how's that going to increase my self-worth? The reality is that's precisely what happens. When we are vulnerable, we allow ourselves to be seen and accepted for who we are as we are, exactly as we are. And that benefit of being accepted for who you are can actually then turn into and help you to build your own feeling of self-worth and acceptance. So to me, it's a really great way to say, you know what? I'm owning my story. Others are, you know, seeing me as I am. And because of that, I accept myself and I love myself the way that I am. All right. So those to me are the kind of top tips and benefits and rules and guidelines around vulnerability. But to really anchor this in for you, I do want to share from one of the greats who is probably the queen of vulnerability. I think uh, she has a TED talk and many books about that, this topic, and it's Brene Brown. And Brene says, vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they're never weakness. I just really think that sums up everything that I've shared to you. I'm going to read it once more just to anchor it in again for you because I really like it. So vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they're never weakness right? So beautifully said, you know, she, she is an author. She's got away with words that they just cut deeply. Sometimes she's got another great one that I want to share. She has probably like 10 posts on vulnerability or quotes on vulnerability, but I picked the top two. This one is courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen. Right. And I think that's what vulnerability is also all about. Letting yourself be seen. How beautiful is that? And then one from somebody else, Anushka Shankar, and she says, there is great strength in vulnerability as it takes courage to push through the fear and share one's true self with others. And so I think all of those quotes nicely sum up the theme for today. So I want you to actually walk away and start thinking about one courageous action that you can take today to unlock your own vulnerability superpower. And then feel free to share it with me. I'd love to hear. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Futura Talks. I hope it has left you inspired and motivated to pursue your dreams 
find your calling and follow your heart in your life and business. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean so much to me if you would consider leaving a review and better yet, sharing this episode with someone who will be inspired to start building their own Futura. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week.